Welcome to the Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. This podcast is a ministry of East Denver Bible Baptist Church in Denver, Colorado. Each week, Pastor Lauren will open up the Bible and share the truth of God's Word. Our prayer is to be a blessing by providing you with simple, understandable teachings from Scripture on how to live a life of faith in view of eternity. Here's this week's episode. Hello, this is Lauren Richmond, East Denver Bible Baptist Church. Welcome to our uh, podcast, Eternity's Viewpoint. And we are in Second Peter chapter 2. And I said it's been a little off and on here uh, with some health situations. I thank my son for being able to help me out. But to get together to get recorded sometimes it's taken a while. But we're going to read... Uh, Second Peter chapter 2, and we were talking about the realities of sin the last time, and uh, I'm going to pick up again and sort of uh, go over, probably back a little bit, backtrack, and then go forward. So verse number 9 of Second Peter chapter 2, the Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation and reserve the unjust under the day of judgment to be punished. You know, there's two, I think you see two, uh, a contrast here between the just and the unjust, the righteous and the unrighteous. And, of course, uh, I'm reminded in the Scripture in the book of Psalms, chapter 23, and it was interesting, I think, recently with the Queen of England passing away, and they were going back and talking about some of the services and the life and so forth, and one of the things they related to, I believe, was that on her wedding that they had had Psalm 23 and then on her death also mentioned Psalm 23, which I find quite interesting. And so I'm just going to read that for a minute because we do see a contrast here of Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, we know certainly that's the believer. Then, of course, Psalms chapter 1 is actually the contrast that I was looking for. But Psalms 1 Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Quite a difference there, isn't it? And, uh, you know, it's a choice that people make. Choose either to accept the Lord or to reject him. And certainly the consequences are uh, just incredible. Uh, if you don't know the Lord, you have no hope. Uh it's not based upon what you've done. It's not based upon how much you can do, but it's based upon simply what Jesus Christ 
did for you by dying on the cross. And our reality is that we just need to receive that free gift. As many as received him, to them gave you power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. It says, The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation. First Corinthians 10.13 says, There hath no temptation taken you. But such is common to man, but God who is faithful will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also may a way of escape that ye may be able to bear it. And so we have that, and that's a wonderful thing there. Uh, it says, but not only does he res- uh, deliver the godly out of temptations, he can also reserve the unjust into the day of judgment to be punished. And that was mentioned in Psalm chapter 1. And chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise government, presumptuous are they, self-willed, they are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. Now we've got an issue today in America about people that have a problem with government. And uh, it doesn't matter whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. The reality is that God made government for us to obey it. And we don't always agree with it, but uh, we need to, we got to have some rules and regulations in society. And uh, we get either, maybe it's left-wingers or right-wingers who just decide that they're going to uh, make government the way they want it. And if it's not the way they want it, then they're not going to follow it. And uh, I know we we obviously, uh, we found in the day of the Lord when the uh, people tried to entrap the Lord and they said, you know, uh, are you gonna, who are you going to serve? And he said, he, he picked up a coin or asked them to look at this coin and says, whose is the inscription on it? They said, it's Caesar. He says, render unto Caesar the things that are unto Caesar, and unto God the things that are God's. And so we have that same responsibility today. We need to obey the Lord, but we also need to be careful uh, how we treat and have respect for government, whether we always agree with the rules or not. And that's a difficult thing at times. But chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness, despise government, presumptuous are they, self-willed, they are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. Whereas angels, which are greater in power and might, bring that railing accusation against them before the Lord. But these, as natural brute beasts, made to be taken and destroyed, speak evil of the things that they understand not, and shall utterly perish in their own corruption, and shall receive the reward of unrighteousness as they that count it pleasure to ride in the daytime. Spots they are and blemishes, sporting themselves with their own deceivings, while they fear, excuse me, feast with you. So we're talking about people that are wicked and uh, they're going to perish in their own corruption. And they're going to get a reward, but it's not going to be a reward that they would like. You know, the Bible says pleasure and sin for a season, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Uh, we're also told, uh, what does it profit a man? What shall it profit a man if he gain the old world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? And uh, there's a reward coming for unrighteousness. Those that count it pleasure to riot in the daytime. I was recently watching a couple of uh, Dr. Phil broadcasts, and they were talking about hazing. And just some wicked things that were taking place in hazing and the lives that were lost. 
as a result of this. And uh, these were some of these fraternities, they're counting it pleasure to riot in the daytime. The Bible says, spots are they and blemishes, sporting themselves with their own deceivings while they feast with you. Having eyes full of adultery that cannot cease from sin. Uh, you've also heard commercials that say, uh, you know, whatsoever is uh, done in uh, Vegas is left in Vegas. And well, guess what? God knows who you are. He knows where you are. He knows what you're doing. You can't hide from him. And so we need to make sure we're doing the right things. No matter where we are, no matter who sees us, we know one thing. God always sees us. Eyes full of adultery that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls, and heart they have exercised with covetous practice, cursed children. That's a horrible situation to be in. But we know we also have something else, and that's found in Ephesians, the book of Ephesians, chapter 2. It says, And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. We know that the Lord has lifted us up. He's made us alive. When in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the, uh, excuse me, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. So that's where all of us at one time were. And reality is we don't have to stay there. Reality is we can be forgiven. And so sometimes we tend to look at certain people and say, those sins cannot be forgiven. But you know what? The Bible, Jesus says, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So perhaps people are in a horrible place right now. We still have a message to give to them the truth from God's word. We still have an opportunity to share with them how they can come to a saving knowledge of God. Uh, we know what they're deserving. We know what we deserved, but uh, we've also received the mercy of God. That song that says, Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. It was grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear! The hour I first believed. When we've been there ten thousand years, bright shining as the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. So people could care, perish in their corruption, uh, in their corruption. They could receive that reward of unrighteousness. Uh, they've rioted. They've. Uh, the Bible says, spots are they and blemishes, sporting themselves with their own deceivings while they feast with you, having eyes full of adultery that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls and heart they have exercised with covetous practice, cursed children, said, which have forgotten, forsaken the right way and are gone astray, following the way of Balaam, the son of Bosor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness but was rebuked for his iniquity, the dumbass speaking with man's voice for bad, the madness of the prophet. You know, God looks at us as unjust sinners. There's not a just man upon the earth that doeth good and sinneth not. All of sin, the wages of sin is death, but there's something good to remember. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And we can be praising God for that. Thank you for listening. We'll share more the next time. Have a good day. 
Thank you for listening to the Eternity's Viewpoint podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. The Eternity's Viewpoint podcast is produced by Resonate Media in partnership with East Denver Bible Baptist Church. If you have been blessed by what you have heard today, help us share the blessing with more people by subscribing and leaving a review. To learn more about the podcast or to connect with Pastor Lauren, visit eternityviewpoint.com. Do you have something to say? Are there people who want or need to hear from you? Have you always wanted to start a podcast but don't know where to start? Welcome to Resonate Media, where our mission is to amplify you. At Resonate Media, we focus on helping underrepresented voices and aspiring podcasters get started by providing equipment, expertise, and experience to help you launch a podcast. To get started, visit ResonateMediaPro.com. Don't let the confusion, complications, and costs of hosting, recording, editing, and distribution hold you back. The world needs to hear what you have to say. Resonate Media can help your voice be heard.